broad review Wear a couple of broads, count them too Talk about everything that affects us But for Pete's sake, don't correct us Seriously Just settle in, kick off your shoes It's time to tune into the broad review Well, hello there. Hi there. Welcome back to the Broad Review. Broad Review. <laughs> She's just going to echo everything I say. Everything my, <laughs> no, I my name is Tiffany. I'm Emily. And this is the Broad Review Podcast. Let me just like enunciate my words better. This is the Broad <laughs> Review Podcast in which these two broads mm-hmm. review things. Things. And you may be wondering... I'm one of your four Instagram followers, Broad Review Podcast, and a long time ago, a week and a half, no, a week, I, what is time? It was a week ago. It was a week it's ago. Good today. You posted a picture of you guys <laughs> doing the pod, mm. and you're probably wondering where that episode is. It's in the trash <laughs> is where it is. It's in the garbage. Um, that episode marked the first time that Emily and I had seen each other since February. Mm-hmm. And we drank too much and talked too much. Mm-hmm. And it was a literal fire. Oh, God. Oh. Oh, God, Tiffany. God damn it. You ruined the podcast. <laughs> we can't. Can't say fire. Abort mission. <laughs> you can't say abort. Oh, God damn it. See, this is the problem. can't say anything. This is the problem. We are out of practice because we hadn't podcast in a really long time. I really didn't mean that. I feel so bad right now. Don't know. <laughs> I'm going to cry think, already. I don't think anybody's going to take... Uh, anybody that listens to us will feel bad about you saying the word Can we just like on a scale of like one to a gender reveal party (laughs) that has caused one of the worst wildfires in California's history. Um, So anyways, this is our redo of what we attempted to do last week and (laughs) failed very, very hard It also didn't help that I hadn't done my pro sound engineering (laughs) in over six months and uh, I forgot how to do it. And so when we listened to, we did like a mic test, it sounded terrible, but somehow in my mind I was like, yeah, that'll work itself out. <laughs> it <laughs> always be, does. That'll be fine in That's post. That's how sound engineering. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was listening to it after we were done. And uh, yeah, it was two hours of just terrible audio and us just fucking rambling. Even like worse than usual. Actual diarrhea of the mouth. <laughs> yes. So we're going to try this again. We're gonna, we we are nothing if not uh, you know seekers of quality content. <laughs> we are uh, humble enough to know when we fuck up, yeah. and that was a fuck up. Yeah. It was really funny. Yeah, um, I was less drunk than you because oh, my angry. tolerance is that of a man. And I was watching it happen, and I was like, God, I got to catch up. <laughs> I want to be where she is. <laughs> and it also, like... It was like one sip of vodka. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was uh, one simple sip, and then I was hammered. Listening to it now, do I normally... Like, I know that normally I have a loud voice. Yeah. When I get drunk, I didn't realize how much louder it was. <laughs> I'm sorry to everybody that's ever drank with me. <laughs> One time you were just like yelling to people in Las Vegas. I yell to people a lot. Yeah. 
That's, yeah, that's, it happens. That's something that I do. So yeah, let's try this again. Let's try this shit again. Let's try this again. We're going to be best. And um, we also would like to say that we know that the world is literally crumbling around us. Yep, we say that horrible. from the smoke-filled Pacific Northwest. Um, and our our black hearts are with everybody right now, but we are not here to talk about that because, number one, we wouldn't be good at it. Mm-mm. We would just start yelling and crying. Mm-hmm. And uh, number two, we want to try to make you laugh and talk about things that will help you escape Correct. the shithole of the year 2020. We want this to be a fun fun time for you a fun time for you even if for an hour or two seven um however long we talk you can forget that the world is shit right now yes that's what we want from you and so to keep ourselves in line we are going to instill a safe word that we Mm. yell at each other Mm -hmm. um when we start to spiral down down that path and I chose it during the now-deleted episode. Mm-hmm. Emily, would you like to choose this version's safe word? Oh, shit. Now I gotta think of something. <laughs> Actually, there is something that was from the deleted episode that maybe someday, like, I'll cut and, like, release as, like, a, a I don't know, greatest hits. I don't a fucking know. Sounds. I don't know. I don't know who I think that we are. Uh, here's four minutes of, of us being jackasses. My favorite, and what I think that we were going to... Uh, what I wanted to title the episode was Lot of Boob. <laughs> so maybe Lot of Boob. Lot of Boob. Lot of Boob. So maybe that's a good safe word for us. Boobs. Boobs. Oh, yeah, boobs. So boobs. In, in a thick Minnesotan accent. I think that's a good. <laughs> and it was out of my mouth, right? Yes. Like, you know, me from Southern California. No, you actually it's went weird. into Minnesotan accents I do a it couple a lot. of times. Which was very strange. I do. And I inherited it from. Oh, yeah. A lot my mother. of boob. A lot of boob. A lot of boob. <laughs> and that being said, what we are going to do is uh, our quarantine top favorite things that we have uh, experienced mm-hmm. thus far in the last seven months. In the last seven months. Obviously, there has been a lot of media consumption. True. And would you like to go first? Yes. This yes episode attempt yes let me uh preface this by saying all of mine are video games um (laughs) i it was not bringing me joy in quarantine to watch things unless they were from a different time period Mm -hmm. or like period piece fantasy okay so like i can rewatch star wars and that's fine although i certainly haven't rewatched. Oh, you haven't the one that will not be named. Oh no! Why would I watch it? It was bubble shit. freak. <laughs> Except for bubble freak. Ah, bubble freak. Bubble freak. Uh, but like, I can watch like fantasy or sci-fi. But anything that even has a hint of realism <laughs> from this current decade, I can't do it. No, I can't do it. I can't do TV shows either. Reality TV like Love Island, I I can sort of do, but it gets really trying on me especially because like if i watch past episode or past uh seasons of love island i'm like you guys don't have any idea what's coming (laughs) you don't have any idea what's coming look at your fucking optimism you on this special island you you have no idea your instagram careers are gonna go down (laughs) the fucking toilet so are they filming those things this year love island uk is not love island uk decided not to but they are doing 
Love Island US. Of course Which they I are. refuse to watch. Of course they are. Because we don't fucking care over here. <laughs> because oh, God. a lot of boobs. A lot of boobs. <laughs> oh, there it is. Okay. Yep. So I haven't been enjoying watching things. So while I know that there have been a lot of things released that have been recommended to me, uh, that have that I should watch, and that probably eventually I will watch once things get better. Yeah. Yeah. Video games have done it for me. Awesome. So all of these are video games. <laughs> uh, and I also need to say, I need to give a special shout out to the first official That's right. sponsor it's all coming back of to me. the Broad Review. <laughs> and we do have an official sponsor, sort of, in a way. And that is our friend Tristan. Before the pandemic started, I had a desire to play a Switch game that had gotten released, but I didn't really want to buy a Switch um, for one game. And also Tristan had t- constantly talked about how he bought the Switch played it for about a week and then it's collecting dust right and so i worked up the nerve to ask to borrow the switch sir may i please please please, tristan can i have some bread (laughs) fully intending to play this one game and then give it back to him right well it's yours it's mine now (laughs) because he's never getting it back because it has brought me so much joy in the pandemic like i'll give him the money equivalent of of what the switch is worth but i can't give it back (laughs) because it's my baby now (laughs) Uh, because it has gotten me through the past the seven months. Past seven months, exactly. Because not that there are other computer games that are not good or other console games. That Switch games have a specific kind of cuteness to them, usually, exactly. or a fantasy element to them, or and so I feel like Switch games over others right now are are doing it for me, right. So I'm going to give three really quick shout outs to three games that I really love. The first being Fire Emblem Three Houses, which is the game that made me ask Tristan for the Switch. And it actually came out last year. I just had not played it yet. The Fire Emblem games are some of my absolute favorite games. This one is, oh, we're getting a, we're Pro- getting a producer visitor. Producer Jinx. Producer Jinx, would you like to come in? Okay, Producer Jinx is, Hi, is now in the room. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's there Bill. she is. Bill, stop scratching the door. So I love the Fire Emblem games. Uh, I've been playing them since I had the GameCube. Shout out to the GameCube for being just the, my favorite Your console. Your favorite console? My favorite console. <laughs> I love the GameCube. Three Houses. It's super long. You can play four different story paths on it. So that kept me busy for from early February into March when another game that we will talk about <laughs> in a little bit um, came out. Fire Emblem. It's a great uh, turn-based strategy game. If you've never played the Fire Emblem games... I have no clue. This one would be a weird one to start you off on. I would see you logging on when I was spending hours playing another game, and I'd be like, what the fuck is Fire Emblem, <laughs> nerd? <laughs> it is a very... It's a very kind of niche game. Ooh, um, okay. It's niche. <laughs> it's a niche game. Niche, uh, but not pretentious? <laughs> no, it's pretentious as fuck. <laughs> Uh, it's like there's, you know, sexy anime teens. Sexy teens. Sexy teens. I wouldn't, if you were wanting to get into the Fire Emblem franchise, I wouldn't actually not start with this one because it is has so many new gameplay elements. Like, I, I've heard this said many times that your game is shit unless you add a fishing mini game. They added a fishing mini game. Uh, it's it's a thing. What? So like, there's a bunch of other new gameplay elements that it make it too big for somebody who really just wants to figure out how to play that type of game. So I actually would recommend uh, Fire Emblem: Path of Radiance, which 
is on the Wii? We literally Whatever. just got rid of our Wii. We were cleaning our garage and Justin was like, we don't need this for any reason, do we? like no no you can get an emulator <laughs> we fit <laughs> oh the we fit oh my board. god remember, remember when we, that was like the peak we, of fitness program remember when we had uh, a new year's eve party at our house in la mesa and we yes. all played uh just dance yes but that was on the it was a we i thought it was the xbox uh-uh camera we one Oh, yeah. I wasn't dancing. I was taking tequila shots because <laughs> I was sad. <laughs> oh, fun time. Oh, man. So uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, I highly recommend if you've played the Fire Emblem uh, series before. If not, maybe start uh, get yourself an emulator and then start with uh, one of the different ones or break out your GameCube. Second Nerd. one. Two. Is one that I have recommended to you before. Yes. And you don't listen. Because you don't play it. You listen to some of my suggestions, but this one you haven't because you're embarrassed by it. <laughs> and that is Dream Daddy. <laughs> so Dream Daddy, again, has been out for a while. It's not a new game. But I'm now linked to my niece and nephew, small young people. They're going to be like, Mom, Auntie Tiffy's playing a game called Dream Daddy. <laughs> and like, Can they'll go look it, it up in this store. Can we play it too? They were so cute. They added me last week and they were like, do you have Fortnite? It's like, no. No, I don't play Fortnite. I'm an adult. No, instead I play Dream Daddy as an adult. Adult games um, called Dream Daddy. If you are Daddy. not familiar with what Dream Daddy is, what type of game it is, it is a dad dating simulator game. So there's dating sim games that are, you know, you can get them on mobile. They're everywhere. But this is specifically a dad dating I didn't sim. Realize it and was such a vast genre. It really is. It re- there's tons of mobile games. Hey. Like so many. What's different about this particular dating sim is you yourself are a single dad. Yes. Um of a daughter named Amanda and you are going to try to date <laughs> other dads in your neighborhood. It is a joy. It is hilarious. It is a great escape if you are looking for something to just really take your mind off of it and instead (laughs) figure out how you're going to date a bunch of sexy dads. I would love to know, like, the user data. Like, how many of the players are male versus female? I can tell you 99% (laughs) are women. I promise you. Named Emily. (laughs) Named Emily. It is – I don't know if it's not – it's not – targeted towards women but in general i think a lot more women played like dating sim games right it's it is a joy i really highly recommend it it there is no gameplay so there's nothing you have to learn so even if you're not a gamer there's no puzzle battle type thing there's i mean there's a couple of like mini game things fishing does it have a fishing sim i can't remember (laughs) probably (laughs) actually yes it does yes it absolutely does because when Winner. you go on a date, a camping date with the dad that looks like Bill, there's a dad that looks like Bill. Uh, there's a, a fishing Bill part in streetwear or Bill in his mechanic wear? Because there's a difference. Yeah, Bill is currently working on his DeLorean and he is in his coveralls. Man looks sexy in coveralls, let me tell you. I think I interrupted something when I came over. <laughs> I was like, oh, ding dong. got the coveralls on. So Dream Daddy, if you've never played it before, it, it's, it is just stupid fun. Uh, there's, there's no, it's great. Play it. It's fun. 
How many, is this like one where you just like check in once a day or do you need to like prepare for like a, a four hour no, binge? You can play play for as long as you want. Okay. And for as little as you want. Okay. It's it's just, it's clicking through conversations and making choices. It's like a choose your own adventure game. Okay. It's, you can, there, so there is are times no where one of the games you're going to mention, I'm just going to log in real quick and do one thing. Yeah, no. And then four yeah. hours later, I'm like, oh God, I no, have to Dream start Daddy cooking dinner. No, Dream Daddy is a good little, like if you just need a little bit of joy in your life, that's just Sprinkle some Dream Daddy all around. Another game, number three, that came out long before, but I didn't have a Switch, so I didn't play it, was uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Which is why Justin originally got a Switch. And it has since been collecting dust. Yes. And I think that's why many people originally got a Switch, because it came out about the same time. I think. I, I don't know why I just laid that fact out. I don't know if that's no, actually true. No, I think true. they it was released and that Soon, was... It, it was like, if you want to play this game, you must buy this console that yeah. is now released. I'll never forget. I was on the East... I was on the East Coast. I was in the South visiting my sister. There's always... It has to have a reason to be in the South. Um... <laughs> And it was like 10 o'clock there in the morning and Justin called me and I was like, oh my God, J-Meow died. Like, why is Justin, like, what are you doing awake so early? (laughs) And he was like, hey, hey, babe. And I was like, hi, is everything okay? Yeah, he had gone to Target when they opened to buy a Nintendo Switch. Like, first thing in the morning, the first day it came out and was like, um, I just, I wanted to tell you I bought this. And I was like, okay. <laughs> it's so early. <laughs> Is that how somebody died? I don't now, can I buy something equal to or lesser value? <laughs> <laughs> but now, knowing how much you have gotten used yes, out of I, it. Yes, yes. He is so thankful. So yeah. thankful. Okay. We will get into reasons, <laughs> which he also recommends that I play this Zelda game now. Oh, it's a lot. Yeah. So if you you're talking, just fuck around. If you're, t- you can just fuck around. Okay. Um, but like sometimes when you just fuck around in this game, you get repeatedly murdered. <laughs> so if you're okay, if you're okay with dying like a lot, then sure. <laughs> it's different than other Zelda games. Uh, my family has a deep history with Zelda games that I can't talk about Zelda in front of my mother. I yes, she, yes, it's so intriguing. It, 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 she it has a her. deep personal favorite. Yes. Yeah, the original Le- Legend of Zelda on the original NES. Oh, gosh. Um, and I, I remember, I recall that she was upset because my brother deleted her save data. Ooh. But my brother tells it that he gave away the game to his friend. It could have been both. Both are shitty. Why would you do that? Because <laughs> he was <laughs> 12. Uh so I, I have played the Zelda games on and off, but I don't think I've ever gotten as invested in one as I did in Breath of the Wild. It is immense. It is gorgeous. And you can just fuck around. I remember watching Justin play it and just, it was beautiful. Like if you beautiful. actually just played the story without doing any kind of side things, it would probably take you six or seven days to complete on, in oh, the wow. evenings. Yeah. It's not a long game, but there's so much other shit that okay. you can do that it is just, it is a great way to um, escape reality because in there, you know, there's there's horrible shit that's happening, but also like you can go tame horses on your own. Oh, excuse you, me, producer Jinx needs to Jinx, now leave come on. the room. You Where, can, do, what? Did I scare her? Did she's over her here room? now. Are you leaving? No, she's like, I heard somebody say something about You can leave about it open a crack. So if she wants the option to be able to leave. Oh, okay. She's a cat. Jinx. Doing cat things. 
so I I loved this game, and in fact, I'm playing a second playthrough now, um, oh. just it, like along with another game that we will talk about because it's fun and it's distracting, um, and there's there's just so much little shit to do that it's it's delightful. I think that's why Justin thinks I would enjoy it because of all the little shit to do. If you are just, I'd say if you're going to start into it, I didn't realize how open world and non-linear it was. I thought that you had to like play the quest. And so like I tried to go through and I got fucking murdered. And I'm yeah. like, oh, you need to do some of this other side shit before you continue. It unlocks stuff and things potential it unlocks so much potential inside your heart so much potential (laughs) and it's it is a lovely little game and i'm excited for the sequel love it oh i didn't know there was a sequel there's a sequel coming someday lord knows when uh there's a another zelda game that's coming out that is not the sequel that's just related to it that they just announced that looks uh weird (laughs) all right let's get to the last two and these are the two that have yes uh invaded not only my life but also tiffany's life i'm a gamer as now. well as uh i have recruited our friend elisa for this too yes we are gamers uh, ga- we're gamer girls i don't just play uh diablo anymore <laughs> <laughs> you now have several finished games under your belt yes you should be proud of that i'm excited and one of those that we're going to talk about that tiffany actually just finished is paper mario colon colon the Origami King. Not to be confused that Paper Mario is the Origami King, because he's most certainly not. No. If you've never played Paper Mario before... I didn't know it was a whole franchise. It's a whole <laughs> franchise. There are many Paper Mario games. The original, I looked it up because I didn't know when the first first one was, and I didn't really play this one, and that was... Uh, it was called Paper, just Paper Mario, and it was on the N64. Okay. I played The Thousand Year Door which was on GameCube for the first time. Always GameCube. That was, it was always GameCube. <laughs> that was the first one I played. And then Super Paper Mario was on Wii. And it was also very okay. good. Okay. It never, like, bought, like, never at any point was I like, why are they paper? You know, like, I didn't. No. Just, they are paper because they are paper. Yeah. And I it's, just went with it. I just went with it. <laughs> and there are so many paper-related puns and oh my god uh, involvements especially in this one more than the other ones i feel like if my memory is correct which might not be i don't remember them calling out the paper so much in past (laughs) paper mario games and making such a big deal about it like you you never fought a a box of colored pencils You had actual bosses that were, like, from the Mario universe. So this one is a little bit different. Um, If you've played Paper Mario before, it sort of... the It's a hard game to explain because between battles, it kind of serves sort of as a platformer type game. Right. It's like a side-scrolling adventure game. very bad at, But then you have these battles that are turn-based. Yes. Which I like. Okay. I like that's that's why I play Fire Emblem. That's why I played the original Paper Mario games. Paper Mario, the Origami King, adds this new gameplay element that I don't know how I feel about. I and that is, fucking hate it. And that is the the circles of death. The, the circle that I have never had so much anxiety yeah. in a little 60 second window of animation before where I was like, <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> I don't know. Just jump. Just stomp them all. <laughs> there, there are these rings that you have to 
figure out how to either line up enemies or on boss battles, you actually have to figure out a pathway to get to the boss. Fuck the ice maze that I never remembered. (laughs) And some of them are really, really challenging. (laughs) And there is this cute element that in order to get help, as you're walking around the entire game, there are toads, paper toads that are hidden everywhere. Yeah, I'm... Yeah, I'm still rescuing toads. And and you have to rescue them. And the more that you rescue, the more they are going to cheer you on during these battles. And you can pay them. (laughs) You can summon the toads. You can summon the toads with money to help you. And it's sometimes it's the only way it's I survive. It's sometimes completely necessary because or you're if like, I needed health back, yeah. I'd be like, toads, save me. Toads. And then I realized at the end of the game, when you go back in and you're trying to get all of the collectible treasures, some of them cost a lot of fucking money. <laughs> and I spent all my money on the toads. So I'm... Uh, it was yes. interesting because when I started, first started playing, I didn't know why they were giving you so many coins. Like, you, you got coins yeah. from fucking everything. Yeah. And I was like, why do I need this much money? Oh, it's the toads. <laughs> it's for the toads. You need the toads. And then you might, if you are being a crazy person and trying to get all the collectibles yeah. like I am, some of them you have to pay for. And yeah. one of them is 70,000 coins. That's ridiculous. That all went to the toads fund. Yeah. The toads <laughs> the charity toads got fund. got so much money. <laughs> toads got so much money. It's this particular Paper Mario game is and was much harder than other Paper Mario games in the gameplay elements. I say that, and I'm sure some people will be like, it's not hard. Fuck you. <laughs> I thought it was hard. I thought it was harder than other ones, like to the point where I had to look up solutions to boss battles on well, the internet. Thank God for the internet. Yes, all those walkthroughs. Thank you uh, to um, IGN, IGN and GameStar. IGN saved me on Breath of the Wild, too. <laughs> IGN's walkthroughs for Breath of the Wild are very good. Well, yeah, because you're like, how? Um, what tool is going to kill this thing that yeah. I can't touch? Or yeah. I can't jump on. Yeah, it was it was really clever, and there was a lot of googling, and I have no shame in that no, at all. And you shouldn't, because that's why they're there. Yes, and doing those little ring puzzles on a timer is challenging in the first place. Yeah, and knowing that if you don't do it right, a hole puncher is going to take out your face. Let's talk about <laughs> some of the enemies. Real quick, because I don't want to spoil too much for those of you who are planning to play it, but the bosses are fucking ridiculous. Um, I was not joking about a box of colored pencils. That's one of the boxes. The colored a pencils. tape dispenser. A uh, stapler. Whole f- scissors. Oh, that's scissors. Scissors was brutal. Scissors. Yeah, scissors was hard. A whole puncher was super... Rubber band. The rubber band man. Rubber band man was hysterical. <laughs> and it, the whole story is... Uh, this origami shit named Ollie, Fuck Ollie. Um, decided to turn everything and everybody into origami. Evil origami. Evil origami. Not nice origami, but he wanted everything folded. He, did, he doesn't want any flat shit. He only wants it folded. Yes. Um, Using the fold of life. The fold of as life. As a very secret origami technique. <laughs> so uh, that's something that confused me a little bit about the story because you, you are partnered up with his sister, Olivia, but he also made his sister so he's also his sister's dad slash mom no he didn't make i thought he made olivia did he fold olivia i think he folded olivia i don't remember i was and really so stressed is out. ollie jesus <laughs> yes oh my god so it's it is a great 
low game. It was so much fun. It's frustrating. Absolutely oh it's my frustrating. God. You will scream at During your During the final boss battle, Justin was downstairs making lunch and like chattering and like trying to talk to me and stuff and I lost and I was like, <laughs> why are you talking during a boss fight? I don't talk during your boss fights. And he looked at me and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fucking serious right now. I just, I have to start this over again. I'm a gamer now. This is how gamers are. I'm Dick. 12. I don't talk during your boss fights. And he was like, you're not wrong. Yeah. I'm going to go back enough. upstairs now. <laughs> uh, you'll get frustrated, but it is worth the the paper puns alone. Yes. God. Oh, my gosh. There are some great paper puns. It, the Velementals. The Velementals. It, it, it's a really good game, it's, and yeah. it is it is a classic kind of Nintendo-style game where you can really get lost in it. It is definitely not a, oh, let's play it for a couple minutes and then put it down. No, no. it's not. Um, no, I lost days to yeah. this game. And it came out at the right time for, for me. Mm-hmm. Well, I started playing at the right time. It took me some... I had to build up some courage to play Mario games because I have a history of Mario abuse in my family where they would make fun of me because I wasn't good at it. So I was like, okay, um, I have to like build up my confidence to play this game. And well, then, see, now you should yeah. recommend they play this and be like, oh, that battle wasn't even hard. <laughs> yeah. What? I beat that in 17 minutes. The the <laughs> handaconda? I lost it at the handaconda. I was like, <laughs> that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So funny. It's a silly it's a silly game and I I didn't love the new gameplay mechanics that they added. I like just the straight kind of turn-based selection no timer thing. Oh, and then when it's a wave battle when you have like yeah. more than one It was tough. And so I kind of wish they would go back to the old roots. But at the same time, it was a really fun game. Yes. So I'm going to give Paper Mario the Origami King. I'm going to give it four out of five origami swans. Origami swans. There's, so it's, cute. We won't spoil it, but there was a moment with origami swans. <laughs> it's fucking adorable. Loved it. The last game on the list. The game of the 2020 game of 2020 as if we were not going to talk about this <laughs> and that is animal crossing new horizons yes this fucking game <laughs> uh to give you uh, for anybody who's not played it which that's like t- two of you that listen to it at this point, I don't think my mom has played it. Uh, most of our other listeners either have played it, are playing, currently playing it, or at least know what it is. Yes. Animal Crossing is a life simulation <laughs> game. But it's a much <laughs> better saying, life. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Well, it is a lifestyle. But it's a life <laughs> simulation game uh, in which you move to an island, uh, help them set it up, help them clean up the island... Open up, help them open up shops. Help. You pay them to. Oh, I like how you're saying help. Like you don't have to pay for all of this. You have to pay to get neighbors. To pay all of these things. Some sort of weird communist neighborhood. <laughs> you have uh, people. Um, people in quotations move in. We'll talk about the people. And it's just generally like you just live your life, but in the game. It's like The Sims, but less confusing and a- more adorable. Uh, so God. much more adorable. Oh my God. It's, and it's what it, I have always thought it's interesting about the Animal Crossing games, uh, unlike The Sims. So if you ever played The Sims, The Sims timeline is sped up. It's not real time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons is actually 
timed to the real world Mm -hmm. and unless you're cheating which if you want to cheat go ahead and cheat i don't care it stays on your time yes and depending on if you're in the northern hemisphere Mm -hmm. or the southern hemisphere you experience seasons differently yep so i like that about this game even though yes if you're impatient it would be hard for you right because you can't just go go to like skip tonight Yes. And and have your shop be open, you know, when you can access it. Well, that's why they have a Dropbox. Well. They think so of everything. <laughs> in my second, I am now on my second playthrough. I actually deleted my island, which we'll talk about. <laughs> um, on my second playthrough, I had the situation where Timmy and Tommy Nook were going to upgrade their shop. Mm-hmm. And then nothing was available. And I'm like, where the fuck am I supposed to put all this stuff that I need to sell? And so I just like, I just put it in a pile outside their shop for the next day. <laughs> Uh, so this this is a game that was published by Nintendo. Well, Paper Mario was also published by Nintendo. So they are Nintendo games. You're not going to find them on other consoles. Uh, the main character is you. You! You are the main character. You can have whatever name you want. You can have sort of whatever look you want, although it's pretty limited. I tried blue hair for a while, but I didn't like it. Not into it. Mm -mm. The outfits, um, that you can, your face, you can't customize all that much, but your outfits, oh, fuck, you can customize the shit out of those. New outfit every day. And you can also make your own outfits if the ones they provide to you are not good enough. Right. So you're the main character. Living with you on your island are your villagers. And the reason (laughs) it's called Animal Crossing is because these villagers are animals. Right. And the, um... Owners of the island program are animals. They are also animals. We will talk about the nooks in okay in a second. There, I I have okay a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a man named Tom. Uh, the villagers that move in, some of them get predetermined or there when you arrive. But then you have the kind of ability to trade villagers to get the ones you want. You can. Some of them are like, should I leave? And you're like, get the fuck out. Yes, you're ugly as shit. Get out. I didn't. I still have not. I haven't been on in a few weeks, but d- have not spoken or interacted with or even been in the same. If I see him, I run the other way. He d- he's not going to leave. He's he's one of the, he's a lazy villager. So is, I think oh, he doesn't fucking yeah, care. No, he doesn't care. He's a lion. It's Rex. Rex, go. Oh, all the lions suck. <laughs> Rex won't leave. So we're talking about lions. There are over four hundred. Potential villagers from almost all different animal categories that you can think of. The aardvarks. There's aardvarks. They're so stupid looking. There's ostriches. There are, uh, you know. The single mom kangaroos. The single mom kangaroos. There are horned animals. The cats are obviously very popular because they're cats. Uh, Mm. There are sheep. There's all kinds of things. And they're all so fucking cute. Well, not all of them. Some of them are trash. (laughs) Yeah, I have a trash frog. Yeah. I have a macho frog. So that's the that's the kind of uh, fun part of it is deciding which villagers you like, which yes. ones you hate, uh, and then torturing the ones that you hate until they leave. <laughs> and then getting someone that's better. Yes, like Raymond. Like Raymond. Or I have uh, Zucker. Zucker. I and love Zucker. Of course, the true love of your life. Pietro. Pietro. Pietro, I will die on the hill that Pietro <laughs> is the best Animal Crossing villager. His house is the best. His conversations are the best. <laughs> he's the best. And he's my favorite. And even when I started my uh, my second island, because he was on my original island, 
I couldn't live without Pietro, so I actually bought his amiibo. Right. Because his amiibo card because I I knew I needed him. Love me some Pietro. What about your your first true love, Beardo? Beardo Beardo kind of uh lost Fizzles out. his charm okay. for me. I loved his look mm-hmm. and I loved the look of his house, but like he, he just he was a little too smug and not like fun smug. Like Pietro's fun smug. Okay. He was just like kind of a dick smug. Oh yeah. So I I, I still like Beardo, but he wasn't a necessity on the second island. So I remember that your original goal was to have uh, mm-hmm. all the the girls that look like hookers. Mm-hmm. You were gonna have a brothel basically, yes. and all uh, like disgusting male characters. Yes. What was the disgusting one that you had that had the filth house? Oh, uh, Ward Junior. Yeah, no, no. Ward Junior was my favorite. Oh, Ward Junior was the best. The filth um, house. Um. Oh God, was he like a bear or a beaver? That'll come to me. Elisa knows. Elisa, call in. Who's the filth house? You're like he's I mean, disgusting. So I have Lucky now on my island, and Lucky has um, he lives in a graveyard. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I love Lucky. He's a He's a dog. Ghost he, dog? Yeah, he's a dog. He, I think he's dead. <laughs> I think they're trying to imply that he's dead. So each one of these over 400 potential villagers have their own personality. Yes. Their own catchphrase, which you can change <laughs> after you become good enough friends with them to whatever you want. Yes. To whatever horrible shit you want. Yes. As long as it doesn't have a swear in it. Right. Um, but it turns out that F, they say F. They so, do. Yeah, so if you say like well, in their- F you... Oh. You can put that as a catchphrase or, you know. In their little language? Yes. Or if there's anything else you want to put. Your villagers are an important part of the game. Yes. But more important are the main cast of characters. And we will start with the man himself, Tom Nook. The man. Tom Nook is the owner of the island? He's the head of capitalism. He's the head of the capitalist society on the island. He's the Murdoch. He charges you for everything uh everything everything he he pay he if you want to demolish a bridge you pay for it if you want (laughs) to move a house one block forward it costs fifty thousand bells (laughs) but no you'd have to move it somewhere else you do and then rebuild it yeah i did that with my museum yeah 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 so bells are the currency in animal crossing for those of you don't know tom nook i explained this on the part one of the episode uh, is a tanuki. A lot of people think that he is a actual raccoon, but there is a an animal called a tanuki. It's a real animal. They're Japanese raccoon dogs. It looks like a cross between a raccoon and a dog. Yes. But they are huge in Japanese folklore. Right. They have uh, stretchable, gigantic testicles. <laughs> in, I'm not joking. Look up tanuki Japanese folklore. Um, in which they can use these testicles to do a variety of things. Go fishing with. They use them as raincoats. Um, they also use them to. I'm not joking. I'm googling. Look at the picture. I'm googling. They use them for a variety of things. They are also shapeshifters, and can shapeshift into all kinds of forms, including humans. Um, they shapeshift into humans mostly so they can go and buy booze, because it turns out uh, tanukis are also drunks. <laughs> Really? And they really like to buy booze. So Wait, they, that's a legend. That's a legend. Yeah, that's not, they're not, these these actual animals are not drunks. These Do they really <laughs> have giant testicles, though? I don't know about that. I've never seen a, a real tanuki's actual testicles. So, yeah, no, they use these testicles for everything. 
Uh, allegedly. And, allegedly. In, in folklore. Uh, they also... This is this is the mind fuck of the century with Animal Crossing. They use their shape-shifting abilities to try to pass off leaves or scraps of paper as money or objects. So if you've ever wondered why things turn into leaves when you put them in your pocket in Animal Crossing and you're not putting an entire armoire in your pocket, it's because these things aren't real. <laughs> None of this is None real. None of this is real. Huh? You are living on a deserted island. With I'm not even sure the villagers are real. They're probably just tanukis. And you're living in a house with a bunch of leaves that you are led to believe by Tom Nook are actual items. I remember you trying to explain this last recording. <laughs> and, and I was drunk. just like, uh-huh. Yeah. And yes. you're like, none of it's real. It's not real, though. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Capitalism. They, they turn. He turns these things into leaves and sells them to you. That motherfucker's made so much money off of us. Oh, my gosh. And at any time, he could just take the money and run. He could go to the airport and talk to the Orvilles. <laughs> take a seaplane. And say, we're going. And we would be left with all of our leaves. <laughs> that mean nothing and only leaves <laughs> and only leaves so tom nook is is the most probably the most important character besides yourself um but then timmy and tommy who are his sons not his sons cousins cousins he tells you when you open the shop i don't think nephews his, nephews yeah they're not his kids um but they have the same kind of tanuki spirit in duping you out of your fucking money in any way that they can by giving you ultimately fake items. Uh, there's also Isabel, who doesn't come in until a little bit into the game. Bitch is drunk. She's, I guess, essentially HR. She's always drinking a cocktail. She is all, always. Even if you get there at like 6 a.m., it's like, time for a cocktail. I have complained to her about the Ellen sweatshirt multiple times, <laughs> which came from my cousin, who I'm friends with on the game. She made an Ellen sweatshirt before it was publicly known that Ellen is a horrible human. Um, and all of my villagers, or even Tiffany, the brothel whore, the brothel whore bunny Tiffany, uh, wears the Ellen sweatshirt. And so I always complain. <laughs> It's never going to go away. Yes, yeah, you can complain to Isabel about a particular uh, Islander's dress, and she'll be like, oh, Lord, I'll go talk to them about that. Oh, jeez, let me finish this cocktail. Or something that they did, but, like, she really won't do anything about it. You don't. She doesn't have the power to kick anybody off the island. No, I read, like, they were like, you can complain to Isabel as many times you want. She's not going to kick Yeah, she's not going to do anything about it. So yeah. she's, she's essentially like an HR department. Yes. You can yeah. complain as much as you want. She's really not going to do anything. <sighs> She doesn't want to upset sure? the nooks. You sure you want to make this a big deal? <laughs> Are you sure? Do you want that kind of red flag on your file? <laughs> Fucking Emily. red flags. Uh, you also have the Abel sisters. Oh, my God. Uh, Mabel and... No, Sa- yes, Mabel and Sable. No, Sable's the... Sable's the one who doesn't talk. Sable's the designer. No, that's a label. Oh, LaBelle. LaBelle. <laughs> yeah, so Mabel and Sable actually run the shop in town. And man, the fashion game in this particular game is strong. I have four of the same hoodie, but I needed it in several yeah. colors. Yeah, they have them in different yeah. colors. So the the Able sisters are actually hedgehogs. So I don't think they're in on the Nook scam. No, we, at least we look good. Yeah, and also when you put a, a shirt in your inventory, it looks like a shirt. It looks like a leaf. So I believe that they are not in on the Nook scam. Okay. I think they are on the up and up. 
So they're fine. Is this a Ponzi scheme? <laughs> just finished a really painful book to get through about a Ponzi scheme. I don't. Could have been so much scheme. better. Tell me how much money your characters lost, <laughs> and were they leaves or not? Were they leaves? <laughs> when somebody left, was it just, where you just have a pile of leaves? Yeah, <laughs> uh, we also have Blathers. Blathers. Who's the museum older owner that is afraid of bugs? Yeah. <gasps> Fucking hates bugs. He hates bugs so much. But we all know a Blathers. Yeah. As soon as I met Blathers, I was like, I know you. Yeah. Like, he talks too much about every other animal, but, like, hates a specific type of animal. Yes. And let me tell you, building an aquarium, it's like building an aquarium in real life. <laughs> I can't believe what a good... Well, they it's had, so lovely. It's so lovely. It looks lifelike. The, yes. the, the things that you can fish up... That you can grab from the bottom. That you can... They're, they're real animals. They're amazing. Yes. They're And and they did a really good job on the renderings of these animals. They Goddamn sunfish. <laughs> <laughs> I love like... And you catch them and it's like... Oh, 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 here's oh. me and a great white shark. Yeah, the whale shark. <laughs> I love the first time I caught a whale shark. It's like... Oh. You, give the, you get this like God. excitement. Which is why this game yes. was so perfect for... When and I was like the out. only one of our friend group that didn't have a coelacanth for months. <laughs> it had to, what did we tell it There's also these, a bunch of rotating characters that we'll just talk really briefly about. Um, Red, who is an art dealer. Here's, I, I thought, I was in the shower and I thought about a theory on Red. Yes. So Tom Nook doesn't like Red at all. Oh, that's he why he has him. to sell things offshore. And I think he doesn't like him because... He's worried that Red is going to give up the game. So Red sometimes oh. sells fraudulent things. And I think he's worried that we're going to start, like, questioning reality. <laughs> and, like, questioning how fake things are. You so that's really why have. Tom doesn't... I really thought about You've either this. spent too much time on Reddit or you're really <laughs> thinking about this. I'm really thinking about this. Um, so Reddit... Red... Reddit. Red is an art dealer. <gasps> oh, and my God. Some, is Red for Reddit? I don't think so. Oh. I don't know why his name's Red. I was really into the art dealing at first and would, like, Google, like, what? Yeah. I didn't do the cheating at first. Oh, I did the cheating. And then I just got to the cheating. <laughs> and now I'm at the point where I'm like, give me that one. <laughs> I just want this specific thing. Uh, there's also Leaf, who sells plants. He's Leaf. a sloth. He's adorable. His catchphrase when you decide that you don't want to buy anything more from him is... You got to do what makes you happy. Got to do what makes you I happy. I do, leave. sorry. That's I don't correct. need 70 more bushes. I already bought too many. <laughs> and if you could sell more, like, different types of flowers, I'd yeah. <laughs> Give me the ones that I don't have. Uh, there's Pascal, <gasps> who is a an otter who comes in. Um, Pascal. He's just, when you catch, the first time you catch a scallop mm -hmm. when you're swimming, uh, he asks you for it. Hey, and hey, he gives hey. you something. Hey. Hey, hey dude. Can I have a scallop? You gonna eat that? You don't want that. <laughs> and then he gives you some sort of of philosophy lesson right there. Like, let me drop this man, on you. <laughs> let me drop this on you. He's just delightful. And then, and then he swims away with the scallop on his belly, just like otters actually do. It's so fucking cute. I can't I was even like, laugh, crying. Like, oh, I think this is this is. It's perfect. too cute. Um, we also have Flick and CJ. Oh my god. Uh, Flick is the bug guy, CJ is the fish guy. Flick with his tiny Doc Martens. So, uh, it has been strongly implied that Flick and CJ are boyfriends uh, together. <laughs> they are a couple. My partner makes models. Yes. Mm -hmm. That they are uh, a couple in love, which makes me so happy. They're 
darling. They are so cute, and I love that they're together. There's also Celeste, who is Blather's sister. She's also an owl, um, and she's darling. You make a wish on the shooting stars. Mm-hmm. Darling. And she gives you, Dar- so fucking she gives you recipes. I didn't know this. I was looking up about Celeste. Did you know that if you show her one of the uh, Zodiac items that you made, she will tell you about, like, facts about that Zodiac sign? Oh, my God. Cute. Yeah. I've never, uh, I've never seen it, but. Get out of here. Yeah. So I'm now I'm like, oh, when she come back, I want to show her this. I haven't made any of them because I want my Zodiac sign. Yeah. It's not come for a while. I know. <laughs> you got some time to wait. Uh, there's also Gulliver and Gullivar. I don't like either of them. It, it, uh, I don't have time. It's it's the same. So Gulliver and Gullivar both wash up on shore. They were on a boat and they fell off because they were drunk. And they need you to find Maybe I feel parts. like it's a personal attack. <laughs> they, find, they need you to find parts. You find parts. Oh, there's beer number two. <laughs> Uh, they're cute they give you they send you shit in the mail the next day they're cute they're cute i just hate how long it takes to get through his spiel yeah shut up it's the same okay you've already met me move on yes and then wisp what did this game do for you this game saved my fucking life Mm -hmm. Uh, when we started lockdown i was just coming out of like a like my first really bad washington seasonal depression and I freelance, so it wasn't like, oh, I can work from home and do a lot of stuff. It's like, I'll work from home and people send me work to do. Um, so I had some time on my hands. And Justin was like, I have a Switch. Animal Crossing just came out. And I was like, sure, yeah, I'll give it a try. Literally all I did for like four months. All I did until I kind of got to a spot where I was like, it's time for me to play Paper Mario. This is a this is a, a thing that happens with Animal Crossing games. Yes, it, and it's not just you. Almost it, everybody stops at the exact same time. Well, I saw something I think on Twitter, one of the Animal Crossing Twitters that I follow. Seasons are changing, yeah. so it's time to go back and check on things and see what's yeah. new and cute. Yeah, because swimming was fun, but it was tedious as fuck. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm excited for winter. Yes, I'm yes, excited yes, yes, for yes. like ice recipes and things like that. Yeah, you don't have any of that stuff. Yeah, um, it, I would like text Emily like a thing that my villager said. Yeah. Like it was it was literally my life from like March until June. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. It came out at literally the perfect time. I think it would have been a successful game, right? Regardless, but because. We were all in a bad place. Yeah. It's, it was not a happy time. But in Animal Crossing, it's nothing but happy times. <laughs> and even the bad stuff, happy. even the bad stuff, it's not that bad. There's a, a quote from, I think it was New Leaf. And I don't remember who said it, but I see it on like artwork. Oh, on Etsy. It's, uh, yeah. And it's just remember that bad times are just times that are bad. Oh. And it's like, <laughs> that's kind of the whole like thing. Animal Crossing is just a great escape. There's yes. nothing that's going to hurt you in Animal Crossing. No. Except for scorpions and tarantulas. <laughs> but even there, like, the consequences are so minimal. You pass out. Okay, <laughs> then get up and go catch more scorpions. Like, it's so... The wasps. Cute. I love when I have sunglasses on and I forget that I got stung by a wasp. And then you go and talk to a villager and they're like, oh my like, god, uh, your face. You should probably do something about your face. <laughs> Jesus, you're walking around like that. It's true. It was It was truly just like a, like injection of, like, cuteness. Yeah. 
optimism. You've you felt like you were accomplishing something. Yep. Which Justin talks a lot about. Because when I finished Paper Mario, I was super grumpy the next day. And I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And he's like, you achieved your goals. Yeah. Like, video games in times like this, like global pandemics and fires and, and things when your life, when life is in upheaval, it gives you something to accomplish and something mm-hmm. to work towards. And when you finish that, there's going to be some kind of, you know, a little bit of grieving until you find the next thing to work towards. Yeah. And, you, you know, uh, it's we could go on, philosophize, philosophize, preach. So Animal Crossing, five all day. Five, five out of five. Day. Five out of five. Five out of five Pietros. Do, uh, five out of five Pietros, the best villagers. Five out of five Tom Nook is possibly scamming all of us, <laughs> and we should be aware of that. It's a great fucking game. It's and honestly, fantastic. I don't know if the pandemic and quarantine and everything would have been as, you know, I don't want to say easy to get through, but easy to get through if we didn't have Animal Crossing. Yes. So thank you, Nintendo. Yes. For Thank re- you. I know you didn't intend to release that late, but, or maybe you did. No. Maybe don't. you knew. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you knew all along. <laughs> so yeah, it's all video games for me. I'm replaying uh, Zelda now in waiting for the Pikmin game that's coming out, I believe, in October. Pikmin. Have you never played Pikmin before? No, of course Holy not. Fuck. No, that's going to be your next game. Is it? Pikmin is P-I-C-P-I-K-M-I-N. It is a delight. It's an adorable delight. You are a tiny little well, being tiny. that gets put on Earth, and you need to collect garbage. What? Actual garbage for to bring back on your spaceship. So, like, you'll... I'm Wally? You, 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 well, no, because it's not... No, because it's like a nice world. And then you have these little tiny, little uh, flower-headed people that you chuck at things and they help you carry things. It's so <laughs> fucking cute. No, Pikmin for life. Okay. Pikmin's one of my favorite When does that series. come out? October? I think it comes out in October. I Perfect. could be wrong. Or there's some other games that I'm waiting for in October. That I should have all my about. collectibles by then in, in yes. Paper Mario. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I've been doing. What have you been doing? Video games, video games. I've been watching all the TV that I keep telling you to watch. Yeah, and then I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna. You're like, do did it. you watch this yet? No. No, I did. Tiffany, how many times do I have to tell you? <laughs> I'm not gonna watch TV. I'll you watch are it. watching some things. Are I'm you, watching some things. You're watching Ots movies. I'm watching right now, I'm watching The Vow. Ooh, I heard it was a little slow, but. I've done a podcast about The Vow. There was a Hulu series. I have friends that live by The <gasps> Vow headquarters oh that God. sent me pictures so of like the late night volleyball courts. Hi, Alyssa and Kelsey. First episode was the, at the Playlist Girls. Oh, do they live in Albany? They were. They are north of Albany. Um, I forget what city it is. Is it Clifton Park? I don't think so. Maybe. <laughs> I'm maybe. not sure where it was, but they're just a little bit north of Albany. <gasps> yeah. Uh, shit's wacky. Um, and I don't know why I'm okay with that. Maybe because it already happened and it's not currently happening. And so I'm okay with it. I love a good cult. <laughs> I love a good cult story. I love like a good, like extreme thing that it's rare. Cults aren't rare, but like having this much information about a cult, 
This um, and Scientology, they fascinate me the most because these are smart people. Yes. What was the actress? Allison uh, Mack? Yeah. These are, the, and like the people who they're interviewing, these aren't like weird bumpkins that got, you know, sucked into a, a hickey cult. This is, <laughs> these are, these are intelligent, well-off people. And to just see, like, to see them kind of come to the realization, like, oh, oh we're in a God, sex cult. I am in a sex oh. cult. Oh, fucking shit. What do I do? I have so much invested. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. I keep forgetting that that's a thing. There are only three episodes in. Okay. Um, God damn you, HBO, for Yeah, doing just give me weekly. all the fucking episodes. Give me more. We, uh, off topic, Raised by Wolves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Worth your time. Is it fantasy enough for me? Uh, yeah okay sci-fi sci-fi crazy fucking brilliantly beautifully produced sci-fi like the first episode was like a short film and i was like i need more of that Mm -hmm. i need more of that and it's a religious sect versus the atheists (laughs) (laughs) they don't call themselves that they did they yeah they do oh really yeah, the atheist, the non, the, the believer. I'm a non-believer. Like they'll just be like, I'm a non-believer. It's it's Ridley Scott, and yeah. so it jumped ahead on. Like we have like this list of things we want to watch, and Justin was like, oh, it's Ridley Scott. It looks really good. The reason I was like, okay, fine, it can jump ahead on the list is because Ragnar Lothbrok from Vikings, Travis Fimmel, is one of the leads in it, and I was like, I miss him so <laughs> sure. <laughs> yes, when you're done with the vow, or if you guys need something to watch, it's fucking weird and rad and beautiful in like a dystopian universe sort of way that we're not far off from uh-huh. anyway a lot of boob though a lot of boob a lot of <laughs> is boob. there a lot of boob there's not there's a very one of the most beautiful humans i've ever seen in my life she's an android she's in i'm gonna life, show you a picture she's, she's a real life android i believe it she's very and she's very androgynous looking she's you know short close crop haircut gorgeous bone structure thin as a fucking rail she's wearing like a latex mm-hmm. android thing and i was just like i could not eat for a year and still not look that good <laughs> in that. <laughs> but so no not a lot of boobs she's skinny as fuck i mean i guess that's what happens when you is a robot yeah so i i go back and forth between tv because there's shows that will that i've either wanted to watch or that i watch reluctantly if I'm not drawn in in the first 10 minutes and I have to rewind because I've been looking at my phone, I'll be like, I'm just not going to watch you. And that's happened with a couple of things. There was one show on Netflix that I started watching that was about a woman that voluntarily put herself in a migrant camp in Australia. And I was like, this premise is stupid. I almost started watching that. And I'm like, no, this sounds fucking stupid. Because I love that actress. Yeah. She's the uh, Dexter and yep. um, The Handmaid's Tale, Yvonne Lover. But then I was like, you, I know you went crazy, but you went into a migrant camp voluntarily. Yeah. Like, these people are true. Anyways, so I was like, mm. so I picked the top two shows. Are they shows? Wait, I forgot already because <laughs> I edited so my long. list. Yes. Okay. So one of the first things that I watched early on, this is like all the way back to like April-ish. Um, was actually based on a book. And I do not recommend. <laughs> I do, but I don't. Okay. The show slash book is Normal People. And if you don't read the book, go into the show knowing that it's based on a book. And 
there's so much more to it than just horny teenagers doing sex. Because <laughs> if you went in dry. Yeah, you were like, I didn't know this was like a best-selling 2018 novel. It's going to be real weird. It's real weird. And you're like, why? They're just, there's so much sex. What is wrong? They're just doing sex all the time. A lot of boob. <laughs> a lot of boob. <laughs> this is where a lot of boob came from. Also, my chair has a bit of a squeak. So if you hear something that might sound like a fart, it's definitely my chair. It's definitely not Tiffany farting. <laughs> definitely. Definitely not that. Um, so Normal People, it is a, a novel, a book from the Irish author Sally Rooney. And I read that in March. And it, you either love it or you hate it. There's no, there's no like, okay, yeah, that was a great story. It is a young, it's an adolescent story that goes into early college. And I think you've either been there or you haven't, which is why you love it or you hate it. Mm. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. It's just, it, yeah, it's like being in love with the wrong person and also having like shit timing and making just like weird life decisions. Anyways, so after I, I'm familiar. Yes. After I finished, did I say Sally Rooney is the author? Yes. Okay. So read it in April and then I was like, tell me everything about this. And then it was like Hulu started popping up ads for the show, like these steamy sex ads with horny teens. And I was like, <gasps> give it sexy, to me. Horny teens. That's what I want. Yes. Sexy teens. And then I saw that it was only going to be 12, 25 minute episodes. And I was like, there's no way. There's no way that you can tell this story in 12, 25-minute episodes. And I have had my heart broken by uh, book-to-movie or TV adaptations a lot recently. Mm -hmm. Still haven't forgiven Kate Blanchett in Where'd You Go, Bernadette. Still haven't forgiven Emily about the goldfinch. (laughs) (laughs) That that was my fault. I should not have recommended that to you. I'm sorry. It's my favorite book of all time. I just just wanted you to experience it. You wanted me to suffer with you. Yeah, yeah, kind of. I didn't know a movie was going to be terrible, though. (laughs) Catherine is still mad at us about that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry about the goldfinch. Don't read it. But then do, because it's great. (laughs) Just skip the last 20 pages. It's yeah, just philosophizing. What is that word? So <laughs> philosoph. We are not what? drunk, if you're wondering. No, not this week. No. Not, we deleted that episode. Um, so Normal People is a story about a jock and an awkward, supposedly ugly, rich, bitchy girl. And they just start having sex. And then they start liking each other. And it follows this story from awful high school years where the girls are awful and the guys are awful. And it follows them into their early 20s-ish, I think. I don't know what like that genre of book is called. Anyways, that's a tangent. Um, So the girl character, her name is Marianne. 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 And she is played by Daisy Edgar-Jones, who, of course, is not awkward or ugly in any way, shape, or form. She has the best bangs I've ever seen. The, <laughs> oh, my God. The, her, her wardrobe in the show is amazing. She, let's play this game. She was born in the year Mm-mm. 1998. No! No! <laughs> no, that was that the was... year that I thought that I was going to marry Justin Timberlake. <laughs> That was uh, the year my sister graduated high school. Nobody was born in 1998. No. That was just yesterday. She's an infant. She's not a teenager either. No, she couldn't be a teenager in the show because there's a lot of boob. A lot of boob. A lot of boob. Um, I wrote that she is a sad, small, lovely Anne Hathaway. 
very small, lovely, very sad, so sad. sad and angry. <laughs> There's this song um, by one of my favorite artists, Licky Lai, Licky Lai, and it's called So Sad, So Sexy. And that's like the epitome <laughs> of like these characters. Justin calls it J Mouse song because she thinks she's just mm, so, so sad, sad and so sexy. So, um, so that's Marianne, and she's just like so angsty, and you know, her parents are awful, her brother's abusive in a very strange way. So the male character, Emily disagrees. No, I disagree. He's the love of my life. <laughs> uh, but uh, th- to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> I disagreed with you on Timmy Shams too. Oh yeah, and and, and I, then you watched I came it around, and now Dune. Yeah, and now Dune. <laughs> yeah, if you watch the show and you go through this experience with him, okay. Connell is played by the Irish actor Paul Mescal. 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 Mescaline. It's spelled like mescaline. Yeah. Mescal. Who was born in 1996. Nope. So he's at least of age for me to perv on him. Um, he has, he was, both of these actors came from stage, so they're not super well known. Um, but he is now very Instagram famous because of his character Connell's gold chain. He always wore like a white t-shirt and a gold chain. I guess that's like an Irish boy thing. I don't, it wasn't like a cross or anything. It was just Connell's gold chain. And um, in in real life, he wears a lot of short shorts, a lot of very revealing short shorts, smoking mm. cigarettes or, or jogging or doing things. And that is what he is Instagram famous for. Hashtag Paul Meskel, Look it up. Short shorts. <laughs> he got an Emmy nomination for this role. And you can if you've watched it, you know exactly the episode that they put in his Emmy reel. And it's the one where you cry and you don't get off the couch. (laughs) (laughs) You cry until you're dead. Oh, my God. He was so good. So good. And watching shows like this that hit hit so hard with Justin home from work, I feel like such a crazy person. (laughs) Because I'm, like, downstairs crying on the couch, like, trying not to, like, make a scene. And then I'll like go upstairs to do something. He's like, honey, are you okay? Were you crying? No. No. Why are you crying? <laughs> it's really good. I did. I took the show very slowly. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. shows and with having extra time, you want to binge. Christina of Chris, uh, Christina Reads on Instagram. And maybe one of our listeners sometimes, I think, when she has nothing else to listen to. <laughs> Christina, call in. Uh, she watched it all in one night. And I was like, how, how are, are you, you alive right now? How are you not dead? How, where's your soul? Because if you're one of the people that loves it, it, it just, it's, it's just a beautiful, heartbreaking, gorgeous story. And it is one of the best book to show adaptations I think I've ever seen. Oh, it was, there were mo- like moment by moment, word for word scenes where I was just like, I read this off the page. Um, and I don't know if it's because of how, um, how much she was involved. Anyways, so Either read the book and watch it or watch it knowing that it's based on the book. It's not just about horny teenagers. Don't binge it. What if I just want to watch a show soul. about horny teenagers? <laughs> I believe that's called Cuties on Netflix. <laughs> oh, we don't. Uh, abort mission. Abort <laughs> What's the word? A lot of boob. A lot of boob. Oh, God, no. Brittany, Brittany watched that. And then she was like, I don't think it's that bad. And then later she goes, Oh, it's that bad. (laughs) The mother of two young daughters. To fall in love, for you to fall in love with Paul Meskel, we're going to watch the Rolling Stones video that he, it's him in an empty hotel getting drunk and dancing around in his boxer shorts, smoking cigarettes. It's beautiful. Anyways, normal people, gorgeous, lovely, heartbreaking. 
I'm going to give it five out of five gold chains. <laughs> if you follow Chloe Feynman from Saturday Night Live, she's been killing it this quarantine with her impressions. Did you see her? Catherine Zeta-Jones? Yes. <laughs> the smoky eyeliner. <laughs> her and another guy did Coddle and Marianne, and it's fucking... Oh, I haven't seen it. ...the best. I'm going to post it to our page. It's so goddamn funny. Oh, God. Okay, so... That is Normal People. Numero Dos is also a show that I watched um, earlier this year. I can say that now because it's September. Yeah. <laughs> earlier this year. I'm like honestly ready to start rewatching it again. It's also on Hulu and it is a show called Please Like Me. Also recommended by friend Christina. This is not a new show. It came out in 2013. It was um, written and stars the Australian comedian Josh Thomas. And I think it was, mm, I think it was on an Australian network and the new show was on, what's one of the like uh, LGBTQ friendly networks? Uh, Logo? Mm, I don't know. I was just going to say Goop. Goop. Nope. (laughs) Goop. It's somewhere. Anyways. um, So Please Like Me is a very, uh, very, very fucking funny. Some of the funniest things I've ever seen. I love people and shows where you can tell the people are naturally funny Mm -hmm. and that a lot of this stuff wasn't written in. You can tell when they're, you can't tell that they're ad-libbing, but like, you know that like, yeah, you're this funny in real life and this is easy for you and you're making me laugh. And then five minutes later, you're making me cry. So uh, it's not a dark comedy. It's a comedy that's dark because at the core, it's, it's a feel good thing because of the way that it deals with the darkness. And so Josh is the main character and it's about him and his best friend that live together in this really charming bungalow, wherever they are in Australia. Josh decides to actually come out and break up with his girlfriend that he's been with all through high school. Mm-hmm. And so it follows his stories of dating and being in relationships. It follows his relationship with his mom, who has very severe mental health issues stemming from the divorce from his dad, who is going through his own troubles because he's getting older. And he doesn't quite know how to handle aging. And he doesn't quite know how to handle having a gay son and and, and things and stuff. The, the friendships that they have with one another, um, it, it deals with them kind of growing up and growing apart, but still mm-hmm. wanting to be best friends. But we're best friends. We're best friends yeah. in high school and we live together and, you know, dealing with that kind of stuff that we all go through. It's it's very, very honest so goddamn funny but the parts where you are going to just sob and you pause the tv (laughs) and you have that moment of grief with the characters and you sit with it and then you move on and they say something so fucking funny that you're just like god i wish i could be like that in real life (laughs) i wish i could use that tool in real life there is a dinner early on in like season one where he's having like his first hookup with a guy the guy's like super hot and he just like takes his clothes off and gets in bed and josh like tries to hide behind the door in his <laughs> tiny bedroom and like get undressed and then like cover himself getting him he's not like a you know he's just like a, a skinny fat guy you know he's like not in good shape super white i can identify but he's just he's just a really funny person there's another scene later on where you it's one of those moments where you're like this is this is a great fucking show (laughs) they decided that they wanted a chicken coop in their backyard and so but they were going to eat the chickens they were going to have the chickens for eggs but then also eat them and so they work really hard to 
kill the chicken that they named Adele. Adele. <laughs> and then when they're when they're eating Adele for dinner, they just all break out singing Someone Like You. <laughs> and you're just like crying and laughing. And oh, they're, it's I want to be friends with all of these imaginary people. Um, so very highly recommend the show, but knowing that it is heavy handed on mental health issues, they don't shy away from it. There is a appearance, several episodes featuring Hannah Gadsby. They're dark, but she's great. Yeah. She's God, hilarious. she's great. Gosh, fuck She's just, she's great. And Christina told me that going into it, like know that it's very, you know, Knowing that you're coming out of the seasonal depression, this is about mental health and it can be kind of hard. But then at the same time, like it's such a great show yeah. that it is it is worth taking taking the time to watch it. So I gave Please Like Me five out of five dogs named John because that's Josh's dog's name. John. John. Mm-hmm. What kind of dog is it? Oh, a little white fluffy thing. Very old. John's well, John's old now because this was filmed in 2013. Josh Thomas recently got a puppy. Um, he hasn't been on Instagram a lot lately. He was doing Q&As on Instagram and drinking during them. And by the end of it, like just <laughs> it was like our podcast last week. Just got drunk by the end of it. Yes. Yeah. But he got a puppy. I don't know. He didn't check on his Instagram. It ends a bit abruptly because it was like six episodes then like 12 12 and then season four just cuts off at six and you're like <gasps> like it, it it i know i wasn't i wasn't ready yeah well a show another josh thomas show came out on hulu a 2020 show called everything's going to be okay or everything's gonna be okay and it's based in america he moves to take care of his two half sisters one of whom is an autistic teenager not the same character. Not the same character. No. It's same Josh Thomas. Uh, same. He's. Uh, there's also a lot of um, uh, gay sex in this one as well. <laughs> a lot of boob. <laughs> a lot of boob. A lot of thighs. Um, <laughs> and that, that almost kind of fills the hole in your heart. But then at the same time, you're like, oh, God, I wonder what his roommates are doing. <laughs> it works. Please, Josh Thomas, give us more. Give me your entire life. I'm greedy with people when I love them this much. I want to know everything. Why haven't you been doing Instagram Q&As lately? Where are you? Where are you? Are you okay? Is John okay? Please like me. I'm ready to watch it again. I did find a Sharon Horgren. Horgren? Yep. Horgan. Horgan. She stars in another Hulu show. I'm not done with it yet. It's really fucking good. She didn't write it. Another brilliant, beautiful Irish woman. Fucking funny as hell wrote it. Irish people are funny. They're so funny. They really are. There's a scene where this girl, I can't think of her name, her and Sharon are singing zombie at a family <laughs> party. Have you ever oh. heard of zombie? The side, <laughs> sidebar. Were you, I don't think you ever came to any of the karaoke sessions where we sang zombie where uh, with <laughs> Garrett. No. We would do it in an actual, like, Irish accent. Yes. His Hysterical. We should Google the scene. It's Sharon singing the main chorus and then her sister is doing like all the sounds in the background, but then they <laughs> harmonize. But she's doing the Dolores voice. Yeah. Like she's, oh my God, I would die. I miss karaoke. <laughs> I miss karaoke I miss, so much. I miss, this is possibly the longest I have ever gone without doing karaoke. January? January, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm sad. Because then you guys got non-COVID sick after yeah, that. Or possibly COVID. Or I still think you guys had COVID. All right. My my last one. I was going to say my number five. <laughs> it was originally my number five. My last one is a journey. It's a journey. It's a Special journey. journey. And you like this journey. I do you like love this journey. This I journey love this journey, journey for me. I love this journey this for is you. A, this is a journey that starts with Jessica Simpson <laughs> and ends with Taylor Swift. So... Earlier this year, like everything in my life, I promise I'm watching and reading good things and playing video games now. It's just these are things that I've wanted to talk about for so long. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, well, now that we've done March, next episode, I'll get through April and May. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, so many things. I read Jessica Simpson's biography. I don't read a ton of biographies. I find them disingenuous. I find them a little pandering. Uh, This was fucking spectacular (laughs) oh my god she's just like i was drinking vodka at eight o'clock in the morning to go to my kid's school performance to get through the day like she's just like i'm not she had a glitter cup her glitter cup was her vodka cup emily has a glitter cup i'm literally drinking out of a glitter glitter cup cup. right now and like everybody knew like somebody get jessica's glitter cup I know she was a really bad way really bad way and she doesn't shy away from it but considering the life that she led and the shit that she had to Holy take, she gets to have a fuck. glitter cup. She gets to have, I mean, everything's better now. She's not glitter cupping anymore, but I don't blame her for going through that. And she went through that later in life where either a lot of them are going through it young or still going through it. Brittany. Oh God, free Brittany. Brittany Jean Spears free Brittany. and her bohemian tops that. <sighs> she has so many of them. Moment of silence for Britney Jean Spears and that Instagram and her dancing. I'm not a good dancer. I dance better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I never realized how much of her dancing was just spinning. It's a lot of spinning. A lot of spinning. Lot of spinning and the one where she just snapped her ankle in half. <laughs> Stop spinning. She's spinning so much, Brit. Oh, God. Sidebar for Britney. Anyways, so I read Open Book. Loved it. Recommend it. Everybody read it. And she just like tea just sprinkles just throws it everywhere you you will go back to hating john mayer like fuck you john mayer you're a shit person i never stopped hating oh john god mayer. Well, those add to playlist bitches got me all convinced that he was a great musician he's a great no musician. he's a shit person he's a great musician he is a shit he's a trash person human. i don't care that he's sober now too you're still a trash person <laughs> you once once trash always oh trash. my god and i forgot about like the whole him and jessica dating thing yeah remember she dyed her hair brown anyways moving on (laughs) so my favorite podcast besides our own what's that you're wrong about they have been doing that yes on this show they have been doing um they're not calling it a book club because they don't expect everybody to read along with them so they're like telling the book story in lieu of you reading it or like i read open book but i love to hear their take on things Mm -hmm. because they're very smart people who actually research things and they did a a jessica simpson series it was like three episodes because there is a lot to cover in that book and one of the things that sarah marshall said that really resonated with me regarding another human was that the reason she didn't like jessica simpson when she was growing up is because of the way that the media and the music industry were shoving this girl down her throat you're supposed to look like this you're supposed to act like this you should show this much torso you should be this tan you should aspire to be a virgin forever Mm -hmm. all of these things she was like i 
I disliked her on purpose. It wasn't just like, oh, I don't know. It was like I actively took a dislike for her. And a light bulb went on in my head and I thought, that's how I feel about Taylor Swift. (laughs) I... I, I was being forced to like this girl. And yeah, I'm a little older than the target demographic for Taylor Swift at the time when she first came out. Yeah. But still, I'm a music lover. I listen to all different types of music. I can be super snotty about it. I've never said she's not talented. I just don't like her. Didn't like her. And then Sarah Marshall, and Sarah Marshall said that and I was like, that's it. That's exactly why. And again, because Sarah Marshall's a very smart lady. I didn't like Taylor Swift for one short period of time. Which one? The When she was dating John Tom, Mayer? <laughs> no, when she was dating Tom Hiddleston. Okay. That's the only time that I, I didn't know. like her. And, and I, I was, was so like, mad at Tom Hiddleston. you break Tom Hiddleston for me. So I think that I had started to like her because I started to like her around when 1989 came out mm-hmm. because I was driving around uh, New York mechanicville new york with the listen kelsey and 1989 had just come out so they were listening to it on repeat and so that's like a happy memory for me oh like like it's like it was fall and it was gorgeous so and then i think after that she started dating tom hiddleston and i was like who the fuck do you think you are that you get to date loki he is a nerd god he's, 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 he's not he doesn't date taylor swift he date your kind he dates Cool, you trendy, trendy nerd girls. That's who he dates. Yes. He dates me specifically. <laughs> How dare he? How dare you? That is a personal attack. I was so upset about that. And then slowly over the past couple of years, there have been songs that have won their way into my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, most obviously, the album that came out, was that just last summer? It was last summer. It was oh. last fucking summer. It and, feels like it's years ago. And we sing... You need to calm down at karaoke, but also my down. my little baby niece uh, loved that song. And when if she's getting in a bad mood, she'd say, Mom, I need to hear the calm down song. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic. And then she'd sing along with us. Oh, my God. Anyway, so and then Folklore was released. And then Folklore. When was Folklore released? July? Uh, I want to say it was May or June. Oh, oh, let me look. I'll look. Okay, it up. you look. You talk. I'll look. Folklore is the latest Taylor Swift album. It is not folk, nor is it indie, <laughs> nor is it lore, <laughs> nor is it acoustic. Whatever cutesy name you want to give it, it's none of that. It's slow down pop songs. Um, Alyssa called it songs that didn't make her other album because <laughs> they didn't fit in. Which yeah, t- kind of totally, totally makes sense. She does get a tiny bit of indie credit. Oh, you're right. It's July. July. Yeah, because it was still kind of like summer, but then this album came out and it was like, I'm cold and moody. Yeah. Like today, but like, that's not clouds, that's smoke. It's not cloud outside. Uh, she gets the indie credit for having Aaron, I can't even read my own writing. It's either Ressner or Dessner. I think it's Ressner. <laughs> of the National, who I love, love the National. Dessner. Dessner, yes. And he is one half of Big Red Machine that I also love because the other half of Big Red Machine is Justin Vernon of... I'm going to say it how I say it. Bon Iver. Bonnie Bear. <laughs> Bonnie Bear. Bonnie Bear. Bonnie Bear forever. People say Bonnie Bear. People but say like it Bonnie how Bear. People say, it's how, bon say it Iver. however the fuck you want to say it. It's a lot of boob. A lot of boob. Bon Iver. Bon Iver. I always and forever love Bon Iver. Justin Vernon, fucking mad genius. He is, a, I'm not going to make a Kanye West comparison, but he is a Kanye West 
that is a little bit less crazy and knows to stick to music. <laughs> Stay in <laughs> your lane. gone through his evolutions of music. The second to last album was like all electronica stuff and it was very heartbreaking and lovely. But anyways, there is a song on Folklore featuring Justin Vernon of Bonnie Vare. I did it. Bon Iver. Bonnie Bear. Bonnie Bear. The song is called Exile. And if you haven't heard Exile, I would like you to search it on the internets right now. Exile, Taylor Swift, Bon Iver, and take a listen and pause the podcast. And then come back. And then we'll talk about it. Yes. Pause. Now that you're back with us, <laughs> are you crying? Because if you're not crying, you don't have a fucking soul. Because that is one of the mega most heartbreaking songs of all time if you've ever been broken up with <laughs> holy shit so when you i don't know if you do this when you listen to songs like that because you are in a happy marriage do you then apply it to past relationships that that are over and have nothing to do with your life anymore fucking because like, okay. like i'm in a happy marriage i can't i can't like sing that song about bill or like have a no about bill, so like, i know who am i still a little bit mad and then at? i'm like listening to it in the kitchen like <laughs> and which i stopped because i was like that's it's depressing me because it is and it's not it's beautiful mm-hmm his okay both of their voices are beautiful he he does a very high voice a lot but when he busts out that baritone Mm -hmm. voice that like like echoes and you feel it and it's just like growly oh my god that's the voice that i love that is the voice that i love of his so much and the way that they harmonize is Mm -hmm. perfect and then when you start like the first time you listen to it you're like oh my god musically the piano the string hit my microphone Everything is so lovely. And then you listen to it again. You listen to the words and you're like, oh, yeah, you hurt me 15 <laughs> years ago. You- I'm still mad about oh, it. I don't even remember God. your last name, but I'm mad. I just, th- I happened to start listening to this the same time I listened to the new album from The Chicks, which is the divorce album. Oof. Like, I want to pretend to get divorced. Yeah, you have to like, I'm not. Oh my God, I can't believe I anybody. forgot to put that on my list. Don't piss off Natalie Maines. No, she Don't will. She will fuck bury someone you. on her boat. She will. Oh my god, we haven't talked about that. We'll yeah. talk about that. <laughs> so I'm like listening to that, and uh, "Tights on a Boat" was like one of my favorite songs. I'm listening to that, and then listening to "Exile." And I'm like, I love my husband. I promise. <laughs> this isn't about you, Justin. This is about. I'm other going people. through some <laughs> weird summer imaginary breakup right now. Like, just let me be 22 for a minute. <laughs> So uh, my I've come full swift, full swift, full circle on Taylor Swift because this album at its core is very lovely mm-hmm. and very her writing has grown and some of the, you know some of the lines it's just they're just gut punches but they're they're really really good I haven't gotten into the album enough to care about like the the three songs that are about the, the like high school yeah. I don't care that much. <laughs> um, but I, I also really love the song where she talks about the crazy lady whose house she bought. Yeah. I thought that was great. And I see a little bit of foreshadowing because she's, I mean, she's crazy. She's she's definitely crazy. Um, so Exile specifically is uh, my other top pick of quarantine because it was such a journey. Have you gotten to the point where you are ready to watch the Taylor Swift documentary from Netflix? Because <gasps> I hear that if... 
you weren't humanized mm. by folklore or anything <laughs> like that, that if she wasn't humanized, that that will do it for you. Okay. Similar to five foot two. Nope. We don't talk about five foot two. We can't talk about five foot How two ever. How dare anybody. Don't hurt my don't, lady Gaga. Oh my God. She's just so tiny and sore all the time. Oh, so sore. <laughs> don't you fucking send her flowers but before heard, Super Bowl. <laughs> I've heard that, that uh, Taylor Swift's documentary is, is similar to that. I can be persuaded. Maybe you can review it <laughs> on your full Taylor Swift journey. On my, may, that will be full journey. Mm-hmm. That will be full completion. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I, I'm. I, you know, I I was mad at her about Tom Hiddleston, but they had an a, a, an okay breakup. Right, because he was a beard. Because every man that she dates is a beard. Because she was really in love with um, the supermodel Carly. What now? Yeah, there's a whole deep dive into how she had an she's a lesbian and is in love with the supermodel whose name i can't think of Carly Kloss? yes her and carly Kloss. they were the summer of love that's the high of taylor swift's life was the summer of carly Kloss, and that they were a couple kind of makes a lot of sense when you start reading about it and this is like well, a, think about how many videos that carly has been in of hers a lot yeah of them. and how like they're just not friends anymore Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Um, a Kaler, they call him Kaler, Taylor, Carly. Yeah, Kaler, I think is what they call it. Because I was Googling, like, when I first started listening to, like, Cardigan, I was like, oh my God, did she break up with that cute actor guy? The cute yeah. guy from The the Favorite and other things he was in. That favorite. makes a whole lot of sense, actually, because every single male, re- like, you know, hetero relationship she's been in, there never seems to be any chemistry. No, ever. It always just seems to be like this is. It's like when Tom Cruise gets a girlfriend. It's like, <laughs> who do they buy for Tom Cruise today? <laughs> like it, it. always just seemed like it was never. There was never love. There was never. There's never even like like sexual chemistry. There It was yeah. just like this is who she's chosen to pair up with. Yes, for media purposes as beards. Oh my God! Yes, do a deep dive I'm later. Do a deep dive. It's. I'm gonna do a deep dive into Taylor Swift's vagina. <laughs> She'd like that, apparently. <laughs> well, I but like at this point, it's not it's not harmful to her career to come out. Not so, now. Yeah, I guess it would have been when she was younger. Yeah, because that was like oh god, 2015 when they had like the pretty people parties. Yeah, and Tom Hiddleston. It was a bunch of women. Ryan Reynolds was there, and Tom Hiddleston. Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. He's such a jerk. I love him. Anyways, listeners. Let us know what you think about Taylor Swift <laughs> possibly being a lesbian. And but, we'd be okay with that. Yeah, no, totally. Fucking matter. Especially because it means she would step the fuck off my man candy. <laughs> Get off my men's. So They're mine. Schwarzenegger? No, it was, it was a Kennedy that she dated, not a... That, no. Anyways. So, I've, I mean, I've been watching a ton of TV. There's things that are not worth mentioning, like In the Dark on Netflix. It's a good way to pass the time. For sure. If you believe the story of a super sexy blind girl solving drug cartel problems. I don't believe that. Me and Rob had a conversation about it. (laughs) He was like, yeah, it's the hot blind girl. I was like, yeah, Yeah, that's that's the show. That's the show, hot blind girl. And her hot hot cartel boyfriend. That's the show. (laughs) Shout out to Netflix for having the first two seasons of Cobra Kai available. Yeah, that got a lot of buzz again now that it's... Yes, now that Netflix has it. It mm-hmm. is more accessible to everybody. 
I immediately texted uh, my family members with children that I think would enjoy Cobra Kai as much as I did. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a good show for kids. Yeah, because it wasn't accessible it's like when a I was good, on YouTube Red. No, when you have to pay red for tube? YouTube Red. Wait, no. no, no, no. That's confusing. Nope. That gets confusing. <laughs> that's all I got for now. It's been a hell of a hell of a ride. Hell of a year. Hell of a year. Fuck it all. I yeah. Yep. I hope that our listener um that you are finding things that bring you joy whether they be video games taylor swift songs crafting i didn't try to start crafting or there was a point where i was like i could make all of this jewelry that i'm buying i'm burying to uh beaded gemstones again everybody (laughs) i'll review my crystal powers later (laughs) uh but i was like i could totally make this and i was like no 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 no. i'm taking away someone's income (laughs) no and also i have if what you've done in quarantine is absolutely nothing, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. You don't need a hobby. You don't need to create. You don't need Especially to do Especially if you have been a responsible citizen. Yes. And you have not been spreading germs all over the place. We appreciate that. Thank you. Because we all want out of this. Yes. Just, just stay the fuck home just a little longer. Oh, and the reason that we're hanging out, if you're wondering. Oh, yes. What yes. brought Emily and Tiffany back together? Uh, we have formed a quarantine pod mm-hmm. in which there's like a handful of members, but we only see each other and like the, the people at store. the store. Yeah. I went to Target. That counts as a main store. I get necessities from Target. It's fine. I, I'm not blaming you. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I went to Target. No, we're still, we are being very safe. It's a, a very small group. And if one of us sees, like, I'm going to see my mom for her birthday. Then you quarantine. Then I quarantine on, on C for two weeks. Yeah. So we're not going to promise any regular scheduling because no. we, we don't we don't know. Also, you know what? We don't know what the what next week's going to fucking bring. I'm not going to make it through election season. Like, we don't know. We We, might, in in the next few weeks, we might just for our sanity and for your ears have to take a break. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Who the fuck knows? We should all get in a bunker on election night. I need a bunker. I thought you guys have, that's what that door leads to. (laughs) It's it's, it's actually our bunker. (laughs) Can the DeLorean work yet? It's not, it's, we... Are shooting for the DeLorean working by Hall? I say we. I'm not helping. I'm not helping at all. Uh, Bill is shooting for the DeLorean working by Halloween because we are doing, not that we're going anywhere, but we're doing Back to the Future uh, oh, Halloween costumes. Awesome. But because Bill Can is be a Biff? beardo and he's not going to shave his beard because I will not allow it. No. He is going to be a character that is, uh, I'm not going to give it away because the pictures are going to be amazing. Um, he is going to be someone. The mom. he's gonna be a a different character awesome i am going to be of course jennifer okay i've seen like part of the first back to the future i know jesus christ tiffany and yes if you're listening and you're like are they saying that bill has a delorean in fact does that was his uh quarantine purchase and it's actually that has been great for his mental health oh yeah he's had that that is his animal crossing yep that is his animal crossing exactly yes yes so bill has a delorean now that he's fixing up that he's hoping to have drivable again because he took it apart uh by halloween you haven't seen Back to the Future? <laughs> and on that note, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> well, I guess I know what we're doing tonight, Oh, then. man. Sorry. I was, uh, 
thank you for listening. We hope that you're okay and that you're staying safe and that um, you're not affected by the fires. Our hearts are with everybody. Mm -hmm. They are. Mm -hmm. And that Um, you're not sick, that you're nice and healthy. Stay healthy. Wash Um, your hands. Don't touch your face. Go register to vote if you are not already. Register Um, to vote. Please, for the love of God. Mail-in voting is okay. Yeah, if you, we could do a whole fucking... Nope, we're not nope, that podcast. Nope, not, not going to do it. that podcast. Follow us on social media. <laughs> we'll start posting more again. Yeah. I'll post um, our, our highlights from this show. And thank you for being on this journey with us through this god fucking awful year. Yeah, a lot of boob. A lot of boob. And uh, when we post those things, uh, let us know in the comments what your favorite things were. Yeah, how are you getting through this joke of a year? Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, What's going on with you? Are you fostering kittens like Tiffany really wanted to? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. We'll be back whenever we are back. (laughs) Another time. Okay. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.